The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. Now, the U.S. has pledged to contribute $3 billion towards a U.N. fund to help developing countries with climate change. The Biden administration's commitment follows a steady increase in grants and loans to climate change in recent years. Well, I'm very pleased to be joined by Ali Zaidi, the National Climate Advisor to the White House. Thank you for making the time for, first of all, coming to the Green Summit, but also coming on, on TV with me. There has been good things about COP28. We're only in day four. We still have another, like, 12 days to, to get through. What are you most optimistic about and what are you disappointed by? Look, I think, number one, we're really getting our act together on super pollutants like methane, like hydrofluorocarbons. The United States made a big announcement cracking down on methane pollution, good for our environment, good for public health and for workers. Um, we're also seeing progress on renewable deployment. The U.S., when the vice president was here, joined in a commitment to triple renewable capacity by 2030. That's a really big deal. Um, but I think there's a, a lot of conversation that needs to be had about how we uh, lift up our communities in the process. Uh, I think the issues of transition and of justice are important ones to have part and parcel with GHG. Um, and then I think we've also got to have a conversation about how, over time, uh, we reduce our dependence on fossil fuels, put those emissions in our rearview mirror. So sh should a phasing out of fossil fuel be in the final communique? I know there's a lot of controversy also because we're here in the UAE. And I know we have to be tempered, but like, what would you like to see at the end of the day? You know, we've had a lot of discussion about this in multilateral fora before. The G7, we talked about uh, abatement um, and emissions reductions from fossil fuels. We've got to build on that. Uh, the only way to go is forward to make progress, build on the G7 statement. I mean, the U.S. also has LNG. I think it's increasing capacity. Again, how do you marry the two? Is it a transition phase that then will come down? Or what should investors be looking for in the transition? Yeah, look, the fact that we have expanding load growth in the United States is a positive sign uh, of the massive amount of manufacturing that Joe Biden's been able to bring back home all across the U.S. That's not a problem. Our opportunity is to meet that demand with growing clean energy, and it's an opportunity that's not just going to be met by renewables and storage, but also nuclear, hydropower, um, uh, geothermal, where we've seen announcements just this week. So I think the answer is not slowing down uh, or giving ourselves a longer bridge. It's just building those technologies more quickly. And I know a lot of investors say, look at the U.S., they've done the inflation reduction, had that will really help in bringing some of these technologies costs down. Overall, a lot of investors want a carbon market. Like, when will we get some kind of comprehensive template of how to deal with this? I think we've got a comprehensive template in the Inflation Reduction Act, in the bipartisan infrastructure law. And as the president said when he went to the last G20, this is a playbook he wants replicated around the world. We're seeing a race to the top on this sort of industrial strategy figuring out a comprehensive approach to tackle the climate crisis. It's working in the United States. We want others to come in behind that. We spoke to Bill Gates yesterday. He, he, I mean, he says he's optimistic because he's getting quite a lot of money and the funds that are needed 
to, to push with renewable energy, but he's not optimistic that we'll reach the target set by the Paris Agreement. What's frustrating for you? Is there something that we should be going faster to get it done? We've got to go faster on everything. For the countries that continue to say that they should be able to build unabated coal plants uh, in 2023, um, we got to get them out of that game. Uh, for folks who look at parts of the economy, like the industrial sector, and say, that's too hard to abate, we don't need to go there, they've got to come to the table. Um, I think there are a number of places where folks can step up. That's why the United States shows up to dialogues like this. That's why Vice President Harris was here because we've got to push everybody to look at every sector of the economy and scale up and push through some of the barriers that we're seeing around siting and permitting, supply chain. We've got to be able to deal with those. We're dealing with them in the states, and we've got to work with allies and partners to make that easier around the world. But to convince countries not to build more you know, coal-fired plants or shut them down, is it just money, the transfer of money? Will that get the job done? De-risking the technologies is a big part of it. The Inflation Reduction Act will knock down the price of a lot of these clean technologies by about a quarter. That's why we're confident that for every ton of emissions we reduce in the United States because of the president's policies, we'll reduce a ton or two everywhere else in the world as well. So it's about knocking down the price of the technology, reducing the cost of capital, increasing uh, folks' ability to move quickly because of policy environments that enable it. Ali Zaidi, thank you so much for thank joining you. us. He's a Russian national climate advisor to the White House. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at CarterEconomicForum.com.